It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Hello out there. Welcome into the Letterman Lounge. This is Letterman Live. It's brought to you by Roosters. It's a fun, casual joint. It's one of the best places you can ever stop in Columbus, Ohio, the greatest city in the world. I am Austin Ward. This is Nicole Cox from Roosters. That's Jay-Z, Justin Zwick, Bobby Carpenter, and Jerome Birmingham, or mm. Jeremy, <laughs> or Berm, Jeremy or Jeremetrius. <laughs> He's a man of many names and a man of many signs. We've had to replace him, and mm. we have two new ones that are back at the table. So, Bob, please keep your eyes on those. Berm's got some sticky fingers. Be checking now. him on the way out. He's got to be at the door. Pat him down. All right. Uh, a great uh, weekend for the Buckeyes program. Ten more guys heading, accomplishing their goals, reaching their dreams. They're heading to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Ten that were drafted. A few more that signed some undrafted free agent deals. Uh, Berm has some recruiting insight that we will talk Ooh. about later mm-hmm. on. In yeah. the show. Really tasty. Right. What do we? All right. Yeah. Oh. Yo, oh, this is news, news to him. Yeah, cool. The news that he broke on Sunday. He ah. apparently he's already forgot about it. He's on. He's to on to the one. next one. And then we'll dive into maybe what's going on in the transfer portal. One on the way out. Maybe one on the way in. We'll see mm. what happens. But I know that uh, Thursday night, Nicole had plans. I don't know which Roosters location she was at, but she sent the picture to me. A delicious frosty beverage. Mm. Yes. I think some wings in front. And then the notebook that's right here. Yes. So you were... We had some note, that was the prime picking. Yes. draft location. I wish I could have heard like the corner we were in. I couldn't hear it as well because everybody was excited. So I could see everything and I it was it was just so exciting. But we actually left before because we had our son with us. So it was getting late. Um, but it was amazing to see Justin Fields. We were home by that point. But it was just so great to see him being drafted. And um, you guys, Letterman Row, breaking it before it happened because they were dragging it out. It just I was like, okay, just announce it already. Just announced. So very, very exciting. Yeah. What do you what do you guys think, Jay Z? What of that spot there with the Bears? And what did Craig Krenzel think? Uh <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he knows. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. Uh well, one, I think it was silly that you were able to get home before he was drafted, because that just blew my mind. Um and I thought somebody in that top five would have jumped up there. I thought Atlanta maybe would have. I thought it made sense for them, but in the end he falls down and, and the Bears come to jump jump up to get him. I love it. I, lo- I know Matt Nagy. I got to be on the Columbus Destroyers with That's him. That's awesome. <laughs> for a year, yeah. And he was the, he was the starting quarterback. Great dude. Uh, I'll be a fan of his forever. I, I think he's very smart. You know, that, that was the time that summer after that season, he went and started uh, interning with Andy Reid in Philadelphia. Because he was from Philly, okay. and so he got in, and that's how he started his uh, thing. So I'm excited for Justin to go and be, you know, coached by him. And uh, you know, we just got to break this stigma of Ohio State quarterbacks not not doing well in the league. And I think Justin is, uh, you know, going to give us one of our best shots to do that. You know, it's interesting. It's it's a great situation I think for him to go into. There is going to be total alignment for them to get this thing done. They're going to play him early. This isn't. I know the Bears tweeted out the QB one with Andy Dalton. You know, back <laughs> that was in, a month ago, back in whatever March. Yeah, but, they, they meant that's their next QB yeah. will be wearing number one. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you look at this, I mean, how the tables have potentially turned and opened up in the NFC North. You have Matt Stafford for Jared Goff, a swap, which you feel like that's probably uh, maybe a detraction, subtraction, if you will, from the division. Uh, potentially Aaron Rodgers on his way out of Green Bay demanding that. And then you have Justin Fields entering with the Bears. So, I mean, you have a lot of quarterback uncertainty in a 
division that had some really elite quarterbacks for a lot to, a long time. So I think that's a great opportunity for him. They've got to win early. The thing I don't want to see have happen to him is, you know, when you draft a quarterback, if you don't have success, because this was it for Ryan Bates and Matt Nagy, they've got to get it done this year. And I think getting it done is, hey, you can be around eight, around 500, you know, eight and eight or whatever I guess it would be now, nine and eight or eight and nine. But you can be in that vicinity as long as you look like you have somewhat of a competent offense moving forward. That is what they were lacking last year. And if they have that, I think they'll be even better. So, because if not, those guys are all getting fired. And then you don't want to see Justin have to restart with either you know, an organization making the decision of do we want to hire the best coach and try to force him to work with Justin or then do we just hire a coach who wants to work with Justin who may not be the best guy for the job and so the uncertainty there would stink but I think that they're going to pour it all in on him they're going to make sure he has all the assets to succeed I like their offense for the most part I like in the second round how they draft a tackle to give him a little bit of help and so hopefully this thing begins to move in the right direction and he can break this stigma of that being really the only position that Ohio State hasn't had success yeah do you think they'll use Andy Dalton there as a guy just I think you have to. I think right? that's the beauty of having a guy like Dalton there is that Justin doesn't need to go be thrust into yeah, being first the, game the of the starter. Year, yeah. Now, I mean, he should ultimately take that job over, but you're not forced to be in that spot. And I, I think that, you know, you talk about the stigma about Ohio State quarterbacks. Dwayne Haskins had that situation happen in Washington where one year yeah. in, he, there's a whole new coaching staff and his entire – first coaching staff didn't even seem to want him in the right. first Right. Yeah. <laughs> his entire career. Justin Fields at least had a team that traded up to go get him. So, you know, you know maybe you sl- slide down to 11 and don't love it, but – you know that the team that drafted you wanted you. They made some moves to go get you. And quite honestly, like, I mean, nobody, the Falcons are, aren't, you know, avoiding picking Kyle Pitts because Aaron Hernandez murdered someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, can we just stop talking about. A couple people, I think. Right. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I just think that let's stop. That's beside the Let's point. stop <laughs> worrying about what happened with Ohio State quarterbacks yeah, in no, 1990. Well, that wasn't, I mean, that wasn't the angle I was going to take on yeah. the stigma. But I, but it's early in the show, and I wanted to make sure we went off the rails <laughs> real right. quick. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I think. All three of you use that word with the stigma, and I, like, Ohio State to me doesn't bear responsibility for that once they leave, mm. because you guys are all talking about the fits. Like, is Nagy going to be, uh, you know, the right quarterback coach or put him in the put Justin Fields in the right situation? Is Dwayne Haskins, does he take that work ethic uh, with him? Is he or does he let being home impact him with <clears throat> Washington? Everything that has happened to these quarterbacks when they leave is not a reflection on what they did. And at Ohio State, it's it doesn't make sense. Like Michigan didn't turn Tom Brady into the greatest quarterback of all time. That's they stuff, tried to bench I, him for he Drew split, Hesse. He split time, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, that's what's so silly about these arguments about mm-hmm. you know trying to pick and choose where they went to college and give them credit for what happens when you're pro. Bob, you may know this better than anybody. Like you, you get developed and you get trained to go to the NFL when you're here, but you. Once you go on your own, you are on your own. Oh. It doesn't matter where you went to school after that. And so it's you're getting the training. And number one, when it starts to transcend coaches over like 25 years, I mean, Bobby Hoying has nothing to do with these guys. You know, mm-hmm. Arch Schleister has nothing to do with any of these guys. I mean, it's you start getting it so it's so far away. It's not like there's the same system, the same coaches they were working with. You know, so that doesn't have anything to do with it. They're their own unique individual individual you know i'm not going to hold trent richardson against Najee harris like that's i mean that's the reality of it so you have to evaluate these guys based upon what they are you know justin and Dwayne are very different guys um you know from a personality standpoint and so I, you know some of the shortcomings i think Dwayne had maturity wise from only really being a one-year starter and some things i don't think justin possesses any of those and so he's a much better athlete has really good arms so i think he's going to be fine and the his history with that it only goes so far to me 
yeah, maybe the training you're getting, the mentality guys develop, but then also you have to look at who these human beings are, Berm. Yeah, I mean, Justin is proven from the minute he walked into the Ohio State program what he was as a leader, as as a guy that people followed in the locker room. Dwayne did a lot of really great things, but I don't know that outside of the fact that they played the quarterback position and they played at Ohio State that there's a lot of similarities between them and, uh, you know, uh, and I guess all the Big Ten records they break. But, (laughs) you know, they're not the same guy. Um, And hopefully Dwayne, because of the situation he walked into in Washington and now he's in a better one with Pittsburgh, you hope that his career is not over by a long shot. Mm -hmm. So let's not just write him off either. But Justin's you know, future has nothing to do with what's happened two years ago. It's just the easy, lazy way for guys. Talking heads. Four letter networks can come out and say bad stuff about Ohio State, in my opinion, because we dealt with it the whole draft process with Justin Fields. You know, just things just kept coming out. And just, where is this coming from? We have not seen this. We have not heard this from any of the coaches. It may have been coming from Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it's the smoke screen, right? Yeah, exactly. Hey, this guy's a bad dude. You don't want to take him. Belichick or those guys, you know, who are in the teens wanting him to fall down to him. But, uh, you know, well, we and I think the best. with quarterbacks, too, I think that out of all the positions, I mean, it's a lot of guys stay in that position for a really long time. So when you are each year drafting quarterbacks, I mean, there sometimes isn't a position for them at that time, right. you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think, too, Justin has shown I mean, it's like as an adult starting a new job with people you don't know. I mean, that. That's hard if you've been working with the same people for so long. And I think Justin has shown, especially through COVID, how he is he adapts to the situation season and is able to play with, you know, he tries to learn to play with any situation he's given. Mm-hmm. So all these new people, I feel like he's very open-minded and will be very successful. Well, we've heard from Ohio State quarterbacks and those who've worked with Ryan Day how you know challenging it can be to learn that playbook and that system. And Bob, what's the joke about it? Said he got it down in one read. One read. Okay, well, he's a, he was a one read through the playbook guy and got it. And it normally <laughs> yeah. takes guys <laughs> a year or more. Uh, I talked about this with Bob on Morning Juice that, you know, Dwayne Haskins, he's on the way to the Heisman Trophy ceremony in year one. And Ryan Day is saying, well, we've got about 60% of the playbook in for him. Justin Fields came in. He didn't have any of the previous experience that Dwayne Haskins did and gets it from, from March on and goes to the Heisman Trophy ceremony. The guy has always been smart. He's always had that ability to assimilate, to become a leader. That happened for him really quick for Ohio State. We'll see if the same thing you know, happens when he goes into a room of adult men and established veterans at the NFL level. But when it comes back to Ohio State, the only thing that truly matters for Ryan Day, Kevin Wilson, or Corey Dennis, or anybody else in this program is that they now have two first-round draft picks in three years at quarterback. Whatever happens to them after, if you're talking to a five-star quarterback recruit, yeah. Can you get me to the league? Can you make me a first-round pick? Ohio State's building more evidence that they can do that. They already have the number one rated recruit for next year's Berm uh, knows, but this thing will not slow down. This will keep building because they've now got the evidence where they can go. What happens after that? I don't. It just doesn't impact. Well, and then you have yeah. Joe Burrow in there too, and yeah. and the way that he developed sure. at Ohio yeah. State and the time he had with Ryan Day that he then used that to launch himself. And we've seen it even just with walk-ons, with the preferred walk-ons in the Ohio State program. They come in and spend two or three years with Ryan Day and then go somewhere else to play. And and it's something that's going to happen. And when you have a quarterback room that the Buckeyes currently have of C.J. Stroud, of Kyle McCord, of Jack Miller, Quinn Ewers coming in, there's a lot of these guys that are not going to be there for four years. Uh, and maybe not all of them end up leaving from Ohio State to the NFL because they may have to make a stop somewhere else to get a to get a chance to get on the field. But the the chance to work with Ryan Day is is valuable to these kids, and it's it's a big selling point for Ohio State on the recruiting trail. Nicole, everybody who gets drafted or signs a contract professionally deserves a Buckeye leave, but 
At Roosters, we just talk about one person. Now that Schlegs is gone, we just keep it on one. Ooh, you so, guys, you can't do it for this for me. We, I just... Well, you can go last then, Nicole. Okay, I'll go last. You. The best fit, the best story, the worst slide. What stood out to you? What was your number one takeaway for a Buckeye over those three days? Bob. Uh, I was glad I stayed up till... <laughs> the last mid, pick on Friday mid, night? Last pick on Friday night to okay. watch Barron go because I thought I was thought he would go in the uh, third round. And I think him going to Denver was really solid. Like, obviously, where Pete went. I would have to probably say uh, Josh Myers. He's the one that no one really talked about throughout this draft. You know, it was Wyatt Davis and then Josh. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, he got drafted ahead of him. He's going to Green Bay, replacing a Buckeye who was the first-team All-Pro last year in Corey Lindsley, who signs a monster deal to go out to Los Angeles. Um, probably a little negative on that, so he might need two Buckeye leaves, one to make him feel better. His quarterback <laughs> said he's not coming back. Yeah, uh, but I maybe snap to Aaron Rodgers. Oh no, wait, no, I don't. But maybe <laughs> I won't. Uh, I could if you if the general manager's gone. So <laughs> there's a lot going on there. But I think Josh Myers, someone that no one talks about. You never talk about the you know the offensive lineman, especially interior guys. And he was kind of the second guy. And all of a sudden, you know, in the second round, hey, poof, David Copperfield, he's off the board. They're drafting him to replace another Buckeye who is one of the best in the league. Or number 71. I think it worked out pretty well. Yeah, perfect. There you go. Burn is deep. Anyone else? He's deep. Deep. I mean, I'm just thinking like, Bob, Bob can just well, you go ahead and keep thinking. I'll take the easy one. Please do. I was just going to say Pete Warner because we, we Pete you know, I meat. think when he was here, yeah, Pete the Meat, when he was here, I don't think he was... Uh, thought appreciated. of yep. yeah, appreciated. Yeah, that's the word I was looking. Appreciated the way he should have been, and then you heard going into the draft that week, man, he might be a sleeper in the late first or early second. Then to be the first or the second Ohio State player taken uh, the first that day, and, you know, that's good for him. He, he put in the work. He was a three-time you know starter and all that, blah blah blah. But he he just didn't get the appreciation here, and I don't know why that is. You know, maybe we had that bad year in 18, and everybody just kind of formed their opinions off of that. So weird how uh, a team with four first-year starters at linebacker. Well, right, exactly. I mean, yeah. Somebody commented, Jay-Z, and you guys know how little I like to pay attention to these, but Spencer sent it to me. He's like, am I the only one who thinks that Pete Warner was a complete liability for the Ohio State <laughs> defense? And there's still these people that are out there. He was the best defender on the team. Mm-hmm. What kind of liability? Without question. I just don't. Sometimes I think that they're it's purposeful trolling, and it's and it is we've talked about this before, Jay Z going back to 2018 and holding that against him. I don't know what anyone saw that could have possibly convinced them in the last two years that Pete Warner was a liability. Yep. And the NFL teams, yeah. So good for him. He gets yeah. to kind of put up a you know middle finger but on the way. Wyatt Davis is replacing a Buckeye in Minnesota too, right? With Elfline going to yeah. Carolina, yeah. Um, but my, my choice, and it, it might I think Elfline was already gone to the Jets, but you're gone. Yeah. Um, so Sean Wade, I think, I, I mean, I, I know he goes a little later than anyone ever thought he would have before the start of, a of the before, program. before this season, um, before the season started. And Sean obviously had some ups and downs. I mean, the guy was still a first team all American, like consensus all American, despite not playing particularly well. Most of the year, I think most people watched the film and say hey, that wasn't great. Now you can you know, him and Haw and how much of that was his responsibility, how much is of it is, you know, just the situation the Buckeyes were in. But I think Baltimore is a great situation for him, and, and he's the type of player that will really thrive in their system. They always find a way to use those long corners and the defensive backs that are, that are really physical. I think he's going to I think he's gonna have a great NFL career. All right, so Saturday afternoon, Urban Meyer gets on the phone. He's just calling another Buckeye. Yes. 
Yes, he is. <laughs> and I, um, so I'm a little biased too, because Luke Farrell loves roosters and so does Josh Myers. So guys, they're at the oh, top of my list. Justin Hilliard had know roosters at his party, which was at his little draft party and was so excited to have us. It was so nice. Um, so a huge just shout out to all those guys for loving roosters. It means the world to us. And But Luke Farrell being able to be back with Urban Meyer is just is really it's just neat and I was just so excited for him to be drafted I was just so excited for all of them I loved watching the videos <laughs> of um, Jonathan Cooper and all the neighborhood kids mm -hmm. running down the street to congratulate him and Trey Sermon's face it's just it's priceless that's why I can't pick one guys I just Schlegel. can't oh, I can't oh, oh, no. and so I are there's 10 guys that got drafted let me break down each one of them yeah. and then get into the undrafted <laughs> I, do like, I do like the Trey oh, Sermon uh, draft pick a lot I think that San Francisco is a great spot for him and the way that their offense is and with the new quarterback with Trey Lance coming in I think that that's a fun offense to watch in the next couple of years and Trey if he can just stay healthy is going to be a, a, a really good NFL back two parts on that number one I don't think they're going to ask him to carry the ball you know 20 times a game right. they're going to do it by run a little bit by committee and when you watch him run the football I don't think he has quite the athleticism and quite the upside maybe the arthritic knee uh, maybe at some point in his future, but he runs very similarly to Todd Gurley. He's a very smooth, one-cut guy, stride. The outside zone will be perfect for him. They can keep him healthy, but Todd Gurley is in, you know, with the Rams, it's the same stretch zone scheme. It'll fit really well to what he's able to do. So I was really excited for that pick to see him go there because I know it's a place that'll utilize him in the way that he needs to be utilized. Without, without like, running the tires off. Yeah. Yeah. 49ers Which also, is what Gurley had happened to him. And 49ers also got one of the better undrafted free agents pickups with Justin Hilliard. I, I thought that uh, teams would look at the last couple uh, games of the season of his career for Ohio State and, and move up and keep him, but uh, Burham was uh, in communication with someone he's covered a long time. Even before the seventh round, seventh round was over, San Francisco was ready to pounce on that one and, and move. That's You're not, you're not going to find somebody more motivated to go make that team, and he'll play any special teams that you want. Uh, we finally saw him be healthy at the end of last year and the impact he could make, so just to go beyond that draft, you can still find guys who can make it from there. Jacksonville did a year ago with the running back, which made their first round pick even weirder as I go on a really wild dig digression there. But Justin Hilliard, I think that's a great one. Drew Christman, mm -hmm. I think he can make the Bengals at punter. Uh, some some Buckeyes who have some opportunities, which is really all you want. Yeah. Uh, Justin Hilliard, too. They, uh, it doesn't surprise me to get drafted. It wouldn't have surprised me if he got drafted in the fifth round. He had really good film from last season. The problem becomes is you start weighing this and the medical people yep. keep looking at you. It's like, yeah. okay, if you draft a guy who has this injury history and he gets hurt, then they're gonna, people are going to be like, you guys are idiots. Why did you take a guy who has blown both pecs, blown Achilles or biceps? I mean, he's had a million, million like severe injuries. Yep. Now, he overcame all that and played. And believe me, Justin's a great kid and I think he'll be fine. And I, I, hope, he's, I hope he can stay healthy with everything as he did this year. Mm -hmm. But that's where it comes down to is it's almost uh, – they start like looking at the li potential liability of it, yep. of their public persona and their design. Like, it wasn't like this guy was some, and he's a really good player, but he wasn't some ultra phenomenal player. Like Trey Sermon, hey, he had some really, really good things happen for him, put up some really good film. So we can overlook some of this stuff a one, little bit. One injury yeah. in the middle of playing really well. Yeah, so it's it's not like, hey, every year, the last three years, you've had these <laughs> yeah, it's just career enders and you've overcome them, which is awesome. Right, but yeah, great. We can't get our med staff on board. That <laughs> yeah, but you're doing a good job here, guys. Think about like Dylan Moses, sorry. I mean, yeah. from Alabama, five-star linebacker like Hilliard was. 
talking about Marvin Wilson, the Florida State defensive tackle. There's like six or seven guys who were like can't miss five star prospects that didn't get drafted because of multiple injury issues or Trey Smith who got picked uh, in the sixth round by Kansas City. Like and he was like a generational offensive line talent and had some health issues. And you did, I, I mean that's interesting to me how much they put into this stuff because it's not like. You know, tearing, well, and, tearing and, your biceps is not like it's contagious. You know, you just, yeah. I mean, how does it happen? It's just freaky, just freak accident. Freak mm-hmm. bad luck. One mm-hmm. guy tore his Achilles before the senior bowl and got drafted before them. So they don't always just, they're not paying as much attention to that. Nicole, what was on well, your Well, I look at it as, I mean, as long as he came back from it, which Justin Hilliard did, is I look at it as, you got it out of the way, so you're not going to be. You're not going to be having <laughs> like that. It. Bob doesn't I mean, like it. The, the I wear kind of, tear. I look at people more that haven't had the injury yet and have been putting all. It, you're just a ticking time bomb, you know, ready for something to happen. Bob's so, getting nervous over here. Yeah. No, that's, I'm, uh, that's hey, there, it's different, uh, guys. That's why I'm on the show. No, I like it's that. a different yeah, way different to look at it. Yeah, that's look, right. She's a professional talent evaluator. Nobody thought Aaron Hernandez was going to murder two people. Yeah, again, but he did. I don't know what to say about that necessarily, but. Like two others, <laughs> Here's the problem, as long though, Nicole. As he comes back hey, from practice it, you makes know? perfect. You can <laughs> you can re-tear those same things again. I wish you could just wipe them off the board. Um, that's really usually what people worry about is mm-hmm. the re-aggravation. I will compare it like this: if you're going outside to look at, you know, um, I don't know, let's let's say call it a you know a nice reliable on, automobile, a Toyota Camry, and someone said, hey, they've got all these problems with it, and it's going to be this much. You're like, ah, there's a lot of problems with it. Now you go outside. And you can go a chance to buy a Ferrari for maybe ten thousand dollars more. They're like it's got a lot of problems with it. Like, I don't care. I'm going to drive the Ferrari, and I'm going to drive until the wheels fall off, and I'm going to be okay with it because you look at the potential upside of the situation. And I think some of these guys are like, hey, this guy's a great player, Randy Moss. We'll take him in the first round. He's got a lot of character issues. Why? Because he has the potential to be a Hall of Famer. And so that's what setting Burm up for another Aaron Hernandez. He is. Aaron Hernandez slid to the the fourth round. Why? Because they thought he might have the potential to murder murder someone. He had skeletons in his I believe closet. That the or Cam- look around where he did. I believe that the Camry is the most stolen car in America. I don't know if that's totally it is. true. Well, because I'll it is. We'll drive until the wheels. Because everyone has one. Everyone has one. It's, a, it's an easy target. Yep. <laughs> Those Ferraris. Kidding. Kidding. Weird. You know who else was Very the early target? in the Hernandez. <laughs> Come on. Oh. I don't. Nicole, uh, the patio is open. Yeah, the patio yeah. is open. It is. It was a little rainy today, but yes, it's open. Mozzarella sticks are the appetizer tomorrow. Mm. Great. Yeah. So here's what I heard. I believe, I know the first, I don't know if it's the second or third, but the number one market for draft consumption television-wise was Cleveland, Ohio. Number two was Columbus, Ohio. So there was probably a lot of people out here Thursday and Friday sitting at Roosters, watching the draft, having a drink, just like yourself, eating some of this delicious food, um, which, by the way, tomorrow is Mott Sticks, Appetizer Tuesday. So that's absolutely tremendous for for all parties involved. Real good value. But yeah, oh yeah, $2 all day long. All day long. So fantastic there. But um, I guarantee you every place was packed. It was was a great atmosphere. I was at Sawmill Road and it was was so much fun. And it was neat to see all the different um, fans Mm -hmm. for their teams. So, you know, like when the Bengals pick someone, people just went nuts, you know, and that's really I went nuts. (laughs) Did you boo or did you? They just don't care about Joe's It doesn't seem like they do. Drives me crazy. Did hey, you specifically ask like for that, roosters to be put in on Sawmill just for you? Uh, no, but I, it's pretty convenient, uh, and I love it. It's so close. I haven't you, been you're trying. Yet. You're trying to make me say it. <laughs> hey, ranch or marinara for your cheese sticks? Oh, jeez. I like I, both. I go marinara, but I've I like never done both. the ranch. I love you ranch. Are, you are Anthony Schlegel. You will yep. not ranch choose a thing. 
I won't. Oh no, guys, I won't. That's why I'm on the show. I'm like, you know, I bring a new perspective, and I, like I, I like to see the best in everyone. So that's why I'll try to. Start you don't have to take the, the best in every condiment, though. I mean, some people. You're right. You can like ranch more than marinara, marinara is the sauce. first round draft pick for for cheese. For, like, yeah, for moss yeah, sticks, it's great. Marinara, yeah, with a agree. little bit of ranch as well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can get them both at Roosters. <laughs> Appetizer Tuesday, $2. Nicole's going to get out of here and go get chips back on the menu. Yes. <laughs> I'm working on it, guys. And we'll be right back here uh, to roll along with this show. Uh, it's Letterman Live. It's Roosters. It's a fun, casual joint and a fun, casual conversation. Roosters is one of the unique companies that we deal with. They're involved in everything we do, from our personal foundation to also the Cancer Research Fund. And that's from the Buckeye Cruise from Cancer to all the events leading up to the Buckeye Cruise. They donate back to different organizations that are near and dear to their heart. And we're so fortunate to have been with Roosters now for a long, long time. All the folks at Roosters are just genuinely kind folks, and they want to make a difference. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. All right, welcome back to Letterman Live. Austin Ward, Jeremy Birmingham, going by his full name in here today, not just Berm, Bobby Carpenter and Jay-Z, Justin Zwick. Uh, let's finish up this show strong. Uh, Berm, what happened on Sunday? <laughs> Ohio State got commitment number 11 in the class of 2022 from, so this is the thing about recruiting, right? It's three-star safety. Oh, from, no, from, three stars? From, yeah, uh, man, we're going after three stars now? From yes, Stephanie, Florida, Armwood High School. Uh, this is a kid who, his name is Kai Stokes. In the last two weeks, he's added uh, offers from Alabama, LSU, Georgia, Notre Dame, Florida, Florida State, Miami, and Ohio State. Uh, in the last two weeks, that comes under the trails of him going out and running a ten eight and a one hundred down there in Ooh. Florida hmm. at six foot two, one hundred and ninety pounds. Oh, best! Hmm. Um, he's a three seven GPA kid. His father is a fireman. His mom is a sheriff. Like it, it it's elite family. I love everything about elite, okay. fa- elite yes. family. Elite family. Elite kid. Uh, Urban Meyer draft him. Uh, he's going to. <laughs> he tried. He is elite family. Uh, you know, he he's a kid that uh, Ohio State offered literally a week ago. And uh, the relationship that Tony Alford has with the uh, coach down there at Armwood uh, is a guy that he coached with back at Louisville 15 years ago. Um, really kind of opened the door there. And uh, so Alford opened it. And then Ryan Day, Kerry Combs, and the rest of the staff uh, brought hammered the Mc- it shut. brought the McDonald's. And, uh, <laughs> they went roosters. So, so why why was he a three-star? I don't Because people aren't smart all the time. And, and sometimes you just don't know, you know, if you – I think it – yeah. <laughs> Did they not think he was fast enough? So the 10 8. No, I think that's part of it. I think that's part of it. Sometimes you see film and you don't know how fast a guy really is because football speed can look well, confusing based on who you're playing against. That's or, fair. Um, you know, and so once you get it on a track time and it's verifiable and it's then it's easier for people to kind of know that. Mm-hmm. Um, they had no camps last year. Nobody, these guys are all like, well, that's a huge that's part. Yeah, They're yeah. amoebas to people. No one knows part. what they are. So he went to the Alabama spring game a couple weeks ago to visit and they offered him like right after. Because they were like, oh, offer him some McDonald's. <laughs> it's it's likely uh, a little T town, uh, little you know formal wear or whatever they got going on down there. It's just a gift basket when you arrive. I mean, that's but uh, very professionally done and tasteful. It, it's one of these things where people are going to look at it, and go, oh, okay, he's the number seventy seven ranked player in Florida right now. But who cares? Like uh, Ohio State would not offer him and would not accept a commitment from him that quickly if they didn't think he was like the real deal. They see him as a Josh Proctor type safety. Um, but uh, athletically, a Josh Proctor type player. Um, 
but again, what you're talking about is a complete package. Somebody who can play that deep safety how, role. How and, strong of? I mean, is he in? He was an uh, Ohio State fan. I mean, no, they I just mean, offered he, him last week. How, yeah, I mean, he he that family the way that they're set up. Elite. He, he's not. Uh, again, a lot of it comes down to, and a lot. Of, it's a good question because with Florida kids specifically, there's always the they the love the. Well, you, you, threw out a lot, the you threw out a lot of big names in that <laughs> list. You were going there, down. There, at, there's at, a lot of game Alford. playing, but it's the relationship with uh, Tony Alford Tony. And, and the. So, coach down there that really makes a difference i don't know if you notice know this or not but i might be scooping burn but i think i may have actually scooped it from him <laughs> tony alford asked this asked his mother if he could recruit their son he asked the parents elite family is that like okay. a jim trussell move from I, the day? i don't know what that means but i've <laughs> never never heard permission. of that yeah i mean like hey can i you know, I'm gonna be texting your like son. Jim Harbaugh didn't ask the recruits' parents before he stayed the night I'm at his house. Crashing. He showed up with a bag. Yeah, oh, what's the uh, duffel bag for? I'm Netflix staying with and, you guys tonight. Netflix and chill. I, we can't afford a hotel room. Yet. Yeah, but it's a rare thing. I mean, most of the yeah. time, the, the, there's a sense of entitlement amongst college coaches no. where you can just. Yeah, I know. Believe it or not, <laughs> college coaches think they can just sort of walk in and talk to any kid they want whenever they want. But it is a difference maker yeah. when you have a coaching staff that. It handles things the way that Ohio State staff handles it, which is just trying to be real people. Uh, and that's where you connect with these elite families and you make these sort of connections that happen very quickly. The thing that I was told was that they offered on Monday, but they offered two days after saying, hey, we're going to watch your film and then we're going to get back to you by Monday. So then they did that and then followed through. And then, you know, you combine that and then the entire coaching staff just avalanched the kid for four days and, and got to know him. And uh, I... I mean, what else can you say? Here's the thing. Kerry Combs has a track record of offering dudes that end up being pretty good. <laughs> so if they're going to offer a guy, I don't care if he's never even played football before. If Kerry, <laughs> Kerry watched him playing tetherball outside yeah. at recess and says, hey, this elite kid, competitor. <laughs> elite competitor. <laughs> I, watched him, have him. I watched him flip his hips. He's got great length, <laughs> good long yeah. speed. So I'm going to buy anything he's going to get to. <laughs> We're good. When they rang the bell, he took off. I could see the burst. <laughs> We're good to go. Like that's uh, Kerry does such a good job. He handpicks the guys that he wants to try to develop in his scheme, and he's done a fantastic job of it. And so I'm all in. If he says he's good, three stars, whatever. It, it, and here's the irony of that. All those guys, schools hop on. I guarantee you, Burn, uh, he'll, 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 he'll get a nice a, nice little star pump here yeah. coming oh, up before yeah. too long. You're looking – he'll be a top 150 player by the time it's all said and done without question. I mean, Is he going to be enough stars to replace the star that we Ooh, yeah. just lost? Well, you lose to Sam McCullough, and that's the interesting thing is that McCullough, obviously, at 6'4", 210, mm -hmm. 220, is a guy that most people think is a linebacker. But there's been some discussion about him as that bullet safety type. Um, you know, so there is at least a little potential for Kai Stokes to be inserted into that spot. Uh, I don't think that that's where it's going to be. They're still looking for one, maybe two more safeties in the class, and they have the top two safeties in the country making official visits Ooh. a month from now on the same weekend. So that's really the focus now. And I know there's some folks out there be like, why, why do this now? Why say yes to this three star? But the reason you say yes to three star is so that three star doesn't blow up and become, mm -hmm. you know, Alabama's next, you know, yeah. three and out. Um, because sometimes you got to get those guys for yourself. If you're sure about the guy, you yeah. offer him and you take him. Right. Like that's I've always I don't care how many stars beside his name because if yeah. you think you got it right, eventually those other things are going to come and you'll see that happen. And so it's when you try to slow play some of these guys and it's like, hey, I'm trying to commit and now you don't want to commit anymore. And then all right, well I'm going to Tennessee. They they gave me two McDonald's bags. <laughs> it's uh it's interesting that Byrne brought up Alabama there, of course, but it's. Pretty much every recruitment battle that matters right now is 
boiling down to Ohio State. Just now. lost a recruit to Alabama. <clears throat> lost uh, Jamison Williams yeah. out of the transfer portal, and he announced his decision to go to Alabama. Still have uh, Henry 2020 still in there as the linebacker option. Those are the two options. Um, it's it's fascinating how this sport, 10, 10 Alabama draft picks, 10 Ohio State draft picks, national championship game. It's all like it's it's these two teams right now, and then almost everybody else. It feels like. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Good. No, the thing is, we all agree. <laughs> the thing is, and, sold. The thing is, you just don't. Know, I mean, again, we're playing in such a weird time with the numbers. You don't really know how the hell no, Alabama has opportunity to just keep bringing in all the players they bring in when they sign twenty nine thirty every year, and then they go out and just add whoever they want from the transfer portal. Um, you know, they, they've become sort of the industry standard when it comes to roster management. Um, that's one way to put it. <laughs> I'm trying to be as I'm trying industry to be as, standard. I'm trying to be as lo- even killed as I can be, but uh, it's it's a different Bernie Madoff of roster management. It, it's a different world down there, um, and for Jamison Williams specifically, his different state, it, same globe though. I, his, think. Yeah, I don't know that it is. Have you ever been down to Alabama? I drive through it every year, man. We always stop there. There's a place called Op. You really want to check out? Oh, uh, from, we're from the movie. We say Op. <laughs> Is it, is it real? I, I, down there, they say it. Oh, we even went through the, they had the Fourth of July parade one year. We stopped. You went through the house. I thought I mean, you said you're in the parade. Wow, you stopped it up. Might as well. Stopped it up. Um, Ope. Ope. But uh, Jameson, his, his final two in the recruiting process was Ohio State and Alabama. So this is just a situation where he, he kind of felt like he had to make a decision quickly. Uh, and it just, yeah. Slides into the spot where he he's felt pretty easy where decision he, to make right where he feels most comfortable, but it's not that easy, and it certainly underscores the point that his decision to leave Ohio State wasn't necessarily just because of the number of players on the roster at that position. Because he's going into Alabama, who obviously just had you know four receivers drafted in the last two years, but they signed four of the top 100 players in the country at that position, three of which are early enrollees. Um, and you know they return other Amazing. they return other dudes, so it's not like it's everyone was gone. Right. It's not like he's walking into an an open depth chart, really. I mean, obviously he's looking at it and saying, "Hey, I can fill this spot of Devonte Smith." But uh, guess what? Steve Sarkeesian's not there anymore. Uh, neither is Mac oh. Jones. So don't count on it being the same offense. So I don't know. I mean, it, it seems like a kind of a middle finger to to me, but. Well, that's okay. A lot of girth on that depth chart down there. A lot of well, dudes. So it hasn't shown that much though. They're gonna have to grow in. I don't know. They had another. four number one picks. Yeah, four first round picks in the last two. They're not years. on the roster now. Well, they aren't. But and that's that They've was the been irony doing it for a lot of years though down they there. Have. I mean, it, ever since uh, can Julio. We, can we backtrack though and go back to that game and realize that Alabama had eight of the first thirty-seven picks in well, the draft, I, and Ohio <laughs> State had six players missing from COVID, yeah. and how many other guys hurt? And people were still wondering, well, how did that team get their doors blown off? So like. That Bama team is historically great. Yeah, I I wrote about that earlier. Zero today. positive like, COVID down there too, right? yeah, which is amazing. <laughs> like, is. Even if Ohio State had been at full strength, which they never were going to be, mm-hmm. that was still they, they still would have been a decided underdog to what was one of the most historically talented teams. No Ohio State team has ever beaten a historically great team in a national championship. Hmm. Mm. Hey, the yeah. first the first rule. <laughs> I, that, I'm sorry. That's we don't need a response to that. But why would he say that? I don't. I mean, these guys don't know anything about it. Yeah. Well, I think this guy. I love the situation. I love Berm gets so Berm gets so feisty over there. So much anger built up inside. Hate in your heart. You gotta let it out. What? Like, where were you the night that Ohio State played Miami in 2000? Where were you? I was there. Was there? 
I, and I was I'm, there when they beat Bama. I was in a much different state. I of was mind. at home, <laughs> different world. It was a different world. It was New Orleans. I remember that was not for the national. You were starting to I make know. the point that it was going to be almost impossible yeah, yeah. to win that game, and then you decided all of a sudden to pivot. To, to pivot and pivot. say it's nuts. I don't know which how to approach that argument if he's going to take both sides. That's exactly the way I think that all arguments should be approached. If you can accurately state both sides of the coin and be right, then you will never lose an argument. Okay. What are you arguing for? Right, both sides are right. <laughs> yeah. I just, like, I just like to be on. The <laughs> he's show. arguing with well, himself. I just like to come on it's, the show. It's and a challenge <laughs> to argue with himself. I just, just like to screw things up for you on the on the show. So anyway, you wanted to talk about Henry to O to O. Yes. What's the deal? And you said. What's the dealio? Oh, so which is the correct pronunciation? When have you ever known me to get it right the first time? I haven't got to meet him, so when I do, I will say, "Hey, I want to make sure that I can pronounce your name right. Let me know if I'm doing that correctly, Booby Carpenter." <laughs> well done, sir. <laughs> well done. <laughs> That's funny. That you got me there. Um, why do you think you're going to get to meet him, though? I think you tell us. Are we going to be able to meet him or what? No one knows. I mean, what do you mean? No one no, knows. No one knows Berm? what's going on. No Berm? one knows. I mean, that's, your job. that's your job. You're supposed if to Ber- know. If Berm and I sit here and make that claim with everything, we wouldn't have a very successful website. Uh, in this situation, there has not been a final verdict, but it is still Ohio State and Alabama. Michigan's trying to squeeze their way in again. Uh, when they were in that initial conversation when he transferred out of Alabama, but the Buckeyes. This is the quote that I was given from someone last week. We're recruiting the hell out of him. So they're doing everything they can, but until the kid and his family... Make but are you doing everything you can? No. I'm talking phone taps. I'm no. talking white van with the listening devices outside. No. Maybe hacking the guy's social media accounts. No. Hopping on Tinder, sliding yes. in there with no. him, no. trying to figure some things Bob, out. Bob's the, only, Bob's the only one that they actually use to recruit over That's here. That's true. So that is true. Why don't they get you? Why, yeah, why aren't you talking to Because the <laughs> there was a sign that I've seen in the Woody that said, at all costs. And you know what that means? At all costs, Berm. Okay. I'm in. Sign me up, go. coach. Sometimes those costs come in a McDonald's bag. There you go. Whatever what you're takes. advocating for? Whatever it takes. Oh. Are we talking about the McRib? The McRib. That's, That's, it's back. It's, <laughs> is, that, is that why the McDonald's no, bag? Is that back or is that gone again? <laughs> I, don't, I don't eat at McDonald's. I eat at Rooster. That's right. What are talking about? I don't know. Do you have any more Aaron Hernandez references or can we wrap it up? Uh, no, I think we're good. I mean, I'm good. Felt really good about yeah. the ones he got in. I mean, I, <laughs> I had a quota. That was uh, yeah, I he had came three. into the day wanting to drop some Aaron Hernandez. I had to hit three of them according to my the over under. Bobby, anything else on your mind? I mean, I'm. So, uh, it's. Uh, I was beginning to try to find a way to weave some of that in, but I'm going to take the high ground here. <laughs> Jay Z, I'm good, brother. Okay. Urban did take a tight end. In he the draft, did take a tight end. Well, wouldn't he? Luke Farrell. I mean, that's a good fit. The odds of Luke Farrell murdering two people are much lower <laughs> than, than Aaron Hernandez. You would think. I mean, much lower. Have you met Luke I would, Farrell? I would be very surprised. Yeah. Infinitely the, small, I would say. If the Luke Farrell that I know, the Luke Farrell that's, that's done Buck IQ, yeah. if he murders someone. I, I guess that's the thing. Uh, <clears throat> if you're going to take anything away from today, folks, take this away. No, It's don't very unlikely that thing. Luke Farrell murders two oh, people. Don't let that be the only thing. <laughs> no. That, hey, uh, thanks for coming back yes. to watch one of the weirdest <laughs> episodes of Letterman Live of all time. Uh, we're going to try to make it even better and maybe more normal next week. Uh, we will be here every Monday with our friends from Roosters. It's a fun, casual joint. Thanks to Nicole Cox for having us. That's Berm, Bobby Carpenter, <laughs> and Justin Zwick. We're all going to recover from this, and we will see you next week. Good show, Booby. <laughs> 
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.